job, Rich. He's working on it all night. Yeah. Funny man. You know Rich don't work on anything all night. <laughs> and, uh, can you start with the uh, New Year's Eve COVID update? Uh, yes, we, we have one uh, COVID um, positive today. Quentin Bohannon uh, will be in the COVID protocol. And just in these last uh, couple of practices, just where Tyron Smith is this week in your uh, optimism and visibility to return uh, Sunday. Uh, Tyron's taking all the reps both Wednesday and Thursday's practice. Uh, he'll be, you know, full today would be his classification. So I look for him to stay right on schedule and, and uh, be available Sunday would be the goal. Coach, uh, Tony Pollard, is he back to full kick return or news or are you still kind of going to spot you in that situation? I gave you Tyron, Clarence. I'm not going to give you Tony, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, he took all his reps yesterday, so uh, he'll definitely play on offense. Mike, you talked to us about the way you had adjusted the schedule for Christmas. How does your schedule look this weekend leading into New Year's and with the game on Sunday? Uh, we will stay in a virtual mode. Uh, we'll be in virtual today, so the, you know the players will finish the meetings and come in uh, for the mock game. And then tomorrow, uh, we'll stay in the virtual meeting space and then just start a little later uh, with the lunch practice. Mike, with, with Tyron and the time that he's missed, not only here lately, but the games early in the year, when he comes back, do you give him a full load? Do you kind of work him in and continue, I don't know if you continue a rotation or you just kind of pick up where you left off with him? Really just want to watch the full week, you know, full week's work. Well, you know, make those decisions and, and frankly, that's part of the design of the coordinators meeting on Saturday. So uh, we feel usually by Saturday when we get there, and uh, that's that's when we we try to finalize the play time for Sunday. I mean that, that's one of the the primary conversations of the coordinators meeting. So uh, that that'll be the case this week. You mentioned a couple times the, the crowd, um, especially last week. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah. What, what was your when you coached against the Cowboys in that stadium? What was your thoughts on the crowd? Was it, did you think it was a difficult place to play? Um, no, uh, to be honest with you, because I think I think what happens is you know this is such an attractive place to come. So uh, I think that the opponent, you know, ever how they do it, um, are able to to get tickets. Um, but you know, in the same breath, you know, I, I think any time. Uh, an opposing team has a lot of fans in a stadium. It, it makes the home crowd better too. So I think it's, I would say it made for a great environment to play in. Anytime I've played at AT and T, uh, but I never felt that you know the noise was a huge factor as an opponent. Uh, so, but it's always been a, a great environment, a great competitive environment, uh, no doubt about that. We were talking about Pollard a minute ago. Um, how big has special teams been? To, to your to your team this year in the last year, like you guys made a lot more impactful plays on special teams this year. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's you know, it was a big part of hiring John Fossil and, and just part of the vision of you know football team. And we we've been talking about comp complimentary football since day one, and, and I think you you see it come together this year uh, with with everybody contributing. So I mean, you know, if you look out throughout our season, and we need to continue to grow this because you know this is. 
when you're going to need it more than ever. You know, these, these these January games and these playoff games is, you know, be able to make plays that can win games. And uh, you know, we've been doing that on special teams, and John and the players have done a you know t- tremendous job. And and I think any time you have personnel change, particularly on your 48 man day roster, um, special teams is the biggest challenge. And, and I think John has navigated that very well. Dak told us yesterday that he'll be more open moving forward to scrambling opportunities, given just this being the back stretch of the season. Does that reflect overall how you guys view these final, the, the final run ahead of just maybe being more willing to tap into Dak's mobility than you were at the start of the season? Well, I, I think, you know, to give you a, a clear answer, I, I think it depends on exactly what you're talking about. I mean, if it's as far as the scramble phase, you know, we, we definitely want them scrambling. I mean, that's, you know, that was an emphasis for our offense moving forward, not only just for the quarterback, but for the protection and in the perimeter, just the opportunities for big plays. I mean, you know, there's always been a big part of this offense, um, you know, from a quarterback standpoint, you know, play extension is, is something that, generates a big play opportunity. And you know, so it's something we've put a lot of training in. So I think Dak does a very good job of that. And we can continue to work that. I mean, you've, you've seen us work it in practice you know, starting last year and, and even more so this year with the scramble drill uh, emphasis. So I mean, so that part of it, you know, it, whether it happens more, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's why you play the games. You know, but as far as, you know, schematically and the other things like that, you know, that, that's all part of game planning. and. All, you know, all part of direction, but yeah, definitely. I mean, he's you know, he's obviously a weapon in the pocket and a weapon out of the pocket, and you know, we'll just continue to play with that mindset. I'm sorry. David Moore. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I know that thrills you to hear from me again. <laughs> um, do you feel? We talked about all the key players you've kind of gotten back in this stretch and your health. Is this as healthy as you've been as an overall team this late in the season and in, in really in, in your coaching tenure in the NFL? Um, yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, definitely. I think the biggest thing, the way I look at it is, you know, how competitive is it to, to be up on a 48? And, and that's that's – you know that's a great position to be in as a head coach. You know it's it's a tough one because when you're sitting down healthy players, um, you know that's you know it's it's tough on those guys. Uh, but the fact that you're not you know because I've been on the other side of it. You know I've been I've gone through weeks where you only had 42 healthy guys and you're you're not you don't know who the last four or five guys are going to be. So, uh, but this is definitely the position you want to be in because uh, you want the competition during the week and. Uh, even with the, the COVID challenge that we're having, we're, we're, we've been, you know, so far, been able to stay above that line. So, uh, and I think it's it's very very healthy for you. So yeah, this is this is an excellent position to be in. Mike, we asked you about yesterday how quickly he felt comfortable as a defensive back once he made that transition, and he said he still doesn't think he's 100% got it, and wonders how long it will take him. How long? With, in your experience, when you've transitioned a player from position to position, what is that process like, and what does it reflect about his humility that he's speaking like that despite the season he's having? Well, I think you know, just the biggest thing is you know, it's a process. Um, I mean, there's always a reason why you make a change and an adjustment. So, I mean, it's for the ability to create plays and, and to be part of a you know a bigger 
picture, you know, as far as what packages you're in. So, uh, but yeah, I think it speaks volume about the individual, and and I think clearly um, it, you, there, there has to be some patience because you know there's there's different uh, disciplines, uh, this, this, the, you know, the spacing that you're in, you know, the angles of the blockers and the, and the drops are, are, are a bit different. So it, it's definitely something that takes you know takes an adjustment. Mike, in relation to Mike's season, you, you didn't coach against this guy that year, but Javon Curse, he's chasing his record. Do you remember anything about Javon's season there in Tennessee? Oh, yeah. Well, he definitely was, you know, someone in, uh, it, you know, you were focused on. We, we actually played those guys in the preseason every year back then, and, and they played the, the fourth game like it was their, you know, was their warm-up. So, um, unfortunately, I did get to see a lot of them, and especially – uh, you know, in, in some tough matchups, but uh, yeah, I just think like anything, you know, when 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 you have a unique player that that comes on, you know, in, in their first time, their first, you know, there's 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 a newness to it, and you know, one thing about this league, if you do something really well, uh, people are going to spend extra time to try to you know take that away from you. So, you know, and I think you know the other part of that is you know success is very hard to to attain in this league, but sustained success. Is something that is clearly the toughest. It's 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 a lot, in my opinion. Whether it's you know as an individual or you know as as a football team, sustain sustain success in the NFL is 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 a huge challenge. So, you know, and that's something I think when you look at these great players that have you know 10, 12, 14 plus years and they're able to play at the Pro Bowl level at that you know that long that high. I mean, it just it's, it's just. Uh, it's incredible. I mean, if you you know you play ten plus years in this league, you know there's you're 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 a special you're a special player. So, um, so I, I think with that, you know when you come on the scene you know, like these guys do, um, it's definitely eye opening, and you know it takes everybody by notice. And you know in in in, in, in Mike's particular case, I think this is something that he'll be challenged with the rest of his career. Mike, will you be awake at midnight tonight? And if not, what will you be doing? <laughs> well, number one, I, I hope not. And uh, but I'm, I will not be practicing what I'm preaching. So, um, but uh, no, I don't think I'll make it to midnight. You know, but um, what would I be doing? I'd, I'd, be, I'd be obviously uh, being entertained by a ten-year-old and a thirteen-year-old if I was up at midnight. So that's the extent of my late-night social life. Clarence, you're gonna be up at midnight. <laughs> That's the beginning of his social life. That's the beginning of his social life. I'll be up watching movies after drink. I'm gonna make a toast for you. There you go. There you go. I'll toast you right now. You got any I have one clear, one clear professional one. It's it's to win, win. So keep it simple for you. Anything else? Thank you. Well, you guys need to get back in here for our Friday uh, chat. Have a good day. Happy New Year's, everybody. Take care. Be safe out there. Clarence.